There's crazy parallels in this story of Jacob lying and cheating and mimicking to be another person. All for a blessing. Some of us, we're talking about identity, yeah, tonight. Some of us are imitating other people to receive blessings that don't last. The same like Jacob. Jacob got the birthright. Jacob got the blessing. Jacob wrestled with God. And what did he ask God for before he left? Do not leave me until you give me your blessing. Why did you need another blessing when you already got the blessing and you already got the birthright? The blessing and the birthright that was given by his father wasn't enough. Not only did he get it, not only did he get it from cheating and lying and deceiving, but the thing that he got by not being himself wasn't enough. And we'll be talking about identity. So many of us, and I see it all the time. I see it all the time. Kids growing up, and, and I see them. I see them like young and innocent, you know. Raised up in good families, bad families, doesn't matter. They're raised up in a pretty solid family. And they're genuine and maybe they come to the Lord at a young age. But something happens when they go out into the world and they see things that they desire and they sell themselves for it. But then you guys realize and we realize, I've been there before, that the things of this world don't last. And more than give us life, they steal life from us. And so we chase after things and we try to find fulfillment in them. We try to find blessing in them. But there's no blessing in the things that Satan offers us. There's no blessing. It's only a trick. He'll treat us and then he'll trick us. The first miracle that Jesus did in John, right? Jesus turned the water into wine, yeah? You guys ever remember what the bridegroom said that evening? So after the wine that Jesus made was brought out, he said, why did you save the better wine for later? Usually what happens in our parties is you bring out the good wine first, and then after everybody's drunk, you bring out the bad wine. Because nobody really knows the difference. But you have saved the best wine for later. My friends, one pattern in the world that is different than the pattern of God is that the world will give you its best first, and then it deteriorates. In God, yeah, it only keeps on getting better. Like we get God now and it's really good, but then we can pray for the fullness of God. You guys realize that? Like Paul was a believer and Paul would pray, God, let me have your fullness in me. Wait, what do I mean? You already had the spirit of God. You mean we can have more of God? But we already have God, right? God is so layered that we cannot even conceive all of him. So we got to pray, God, give me more insight. Give me more depth. The things of God get better over time. So Isaac, he had issues, yeah? Rebecca, she's a hottie, but she had issues, right? Yeah. Lying, eavesdropping, she was malicious, like... 
yeah? She was the cheat, you know? Like, that's the reason why Jacob was a cheater. The mom was a cheater. Hottie and cheater. I like that. Yeah? Isaac. Yeah? Anything else about Isaac? He's blind. And, and when, when, we're talking about, when we're talking about the blessing, and, and this is something that, that you don't get just from reading it, not all the time when uh, blessings were passed on, it came with food. Some, some passages read, uh, like if you do some study, a lot of studies say that Isaac was like this gluttonous guy towards the end. That he was like this. He wasn't just blind, but he was like fat too, you know? Like, like his whole thing was like food, you know? Like, like hook me up, you know? Yeah, it, it deceived. The food was a deception. Food's not a wrong thing, but food was a deception. Hey, look at the first temptation of Jesus. Praise God that, that Jesus didn't fall for the satisfaction of his stomach, right? Man should not live on bread alone, but every, every word, right, that comes from the Father. Isaac had issues. Rebecca had issues. Your parents, we're going to get there. Your parents have issues. But your issues, yeah, doesn't negate what God does. What was God doing through this whole time? Blessing, yeah. He blessed Jacob. Who was who Jacob? What was Jacob? He was a cheat. He was a mama's boy. He was cowardly. Yeah, he was gullible. Like he knew what was right, right? He talked to his mom and he's like, Mom, I don't think that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was mom honoring. Some of you here have issues because your parents had issues. Some of you guys just have issues. But that doesn't, hey, that doesn't give you an excuse to have issues. Just because your parents have issues, it doesn't give you a right to have issues. It's a test for you guys to ask yourselves, and, and all of us in here, we're all believers. None of you guys are, are like new visitors. And I want to ask you guys tonight, are you built on the Father or are you built on the family? And I believe that your parents are doing the best thing that they can to love you and support you and encourage you. Sometimes they get wrong. Yeah, and we talked about this a couple weeks ago. So when when you're reading the Bible, there's some things that when Jesus showed up, we no longer did. Some things that happened in the Old Testament that we no longer do now, like animal sacrifices. Jesus came and all the animals of the world said, praise the Lord. Yeah, goats are like, meh. That was a good one, I'll just say it. Okay. So post Jesus, no more animal sacrifices. Yeah. So there's some things that after Jesus came, we don't have to practice. Some things, also, you know, some things, on the other hand, were practiced in the Old Testament. Uh, Jesus taught about them when he came. After Jesus left, Paul taught about them. Yeah. And one in particular that we talked about is honor your father and your mother. It's in the Ten Commandments. Jesus reaffirmed it when he was teaching. After Jesus left, Paul continued to teach it. 
So in the early church, parents were to be honored. We know what our role is as sons and daughters. Your role is to honor your parents, but not be built on your parents. To follow your parents, trust in your parents, love on your parents, forgive your parents. Because they're human. And they're, they're sinners. And a lot of them, praise the Lord, saved. But we're flawed. We're all flawed, yeah? Nobody's perfect. Hey, I, I want to, can I just be like real with you? Like a lot of you guys carry around this weight and, and, and you guys don't have to say it. And I know it, man. You guys carry on your shoulders the weight of your dad and your mom and stuff that they've said, stuff that they've done. And you're like, dang it. And your whole life just goes like, it's like a roller coaster, you know? And maybe your roller coaster is just like never coming up, you know? It's just like this downward slope. Satan can use that, yeah, as a temptation to derail you more than anything else in this world. I believe that, that, that your parents have tried their hardest, and, and maybe some of your parents haven't. You're like, he, he had it, she had it. I don't even know who they are. Sorry, man. Sorry that, that you had to experience that. Sorry you had to go through that. But you guys got to know that through this story of drama, that God blessed Jacob. But he blessed Jacob when Jacob told him who, his, who he really was. And I want to ask you tonight, who are you? Like without identifying, like minus all the things of the world. Like say we just create a little cocoon right now and there's no school and there's no friends and there's no media. There's nothing tomorrow. Like say this is all we had. Like who, who are you? What is your likes and dislikes? What are the things that, that you love and you're passionate for? What are the things that make you happy? What are the things that make you cry? Like without any pressure around you, what is the status of, of your love for God? Like anybody look at an old picture of yourself? Like sometimes I look at my old pictures and I, and I see one handsome bugger. You know? I'm like, wow, you no, I don't. Actually, I wasn't that handsome when I was younger. I mean, I was. What are you talking about? Of course I was. Um, okay, he... Over there, yeah, over there, yeah. Um, but sometimes when I see uh, an old picture of, of myself, I look at that picture and, and I can see more than an image. Yeah. I remember who I was and what I felt and what was on the inside of me. And when I see that, I realize that a lot of that I still have. Like people ask me like, oh man, you haven't changed all that much, you know? Or no, people tell me I've changed a whole lot, actually. But, but really, when I look at my old pictures, I, I feel like I haven't changed. Like physically, yeah, I've changed. Confidence-wise, yeah, I've changed. When I was younger, I hardly ever talked. You know, I see you cry all the time. 
Not that I don't cry it now, but anyway. <laughs> More than my, my physical part, yeah. There was a, a part of me, when I, when I look at my old pictures, more than the physical, there's a part of me, the internal spiritual part of me that was present there. The young kid that God spoke to when I was young. The young kid that God called out and said, Kaipo, you're mine. I love you just as you are. You don't know what I have in store for you. You haven't preached any messages. You haven't done anything yet. Nobody even knows who you are, but I know who you are. I love you just like that. Remember last week I talked about my, my favorite message, my, my favorite scripture, 1 Samuel 16, 7. Man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. God looked at my heart when I was young, and I know he saw a genuine love for him, a genuine passion for him, when nobody knew me and everybody was cooler. And he loved me then, and I want to tell you that God still loves me now. I'm flawed too, but I love my parents. They got issues. I love them. They got issues, but but praise the Lord that they grew me to have faith in, in, in my, my heavenly father and not have faith in my earthly father. You guys hearing me? You guys gotta... Well, I don't want to just say it that easy. But I want to I pray that, that you guys get to a place where you can forgive, forgive your parents. It comes with an act. Sometimes in Christianity, we've got to act before we believe. Like, you're not, you might not feel it, yeah? Right now, you guys might be like, you know what? Frick you. I'm not going to. You don't even know what my parents have done to me. It's too hard. I want to tell you that God is greater, man. God blessed Jacob when Jacob told God who he was. There's no more lying, no more running. Look back to your old pictures. Think back to your old self. I tell you, you guys were probably similar to me. Like genuine and caring and tender and gentle and like, like you were prior to the world messing you all up, you know? God is a mighty redeemer. You know what, and, and let me just end with this, this one point. So Jesus, when he was tempted, he responded, for it is written, yeah? So we're talking about identity, yeah? So Jesus was tempted three different times, and in the three different times, he responded, it is written. Like, you know it is written here, man should not live on bread alone. Man should not uh, worship any other gods, yeah? What was he repeating? What was Jesus repeating? Huh? He wasn't repeating scripture. He, well, I mean, he was, but he wasn't just re re regurgitating a text. He wasn't repeating the words of Joseph, his father. He was repeating the words of his daddy. And in our fight against unforgiveness with our family, you guys are going to have to repeat the words of your heavenly father. 
You're talking about identity. How crazy. Like I was thinking about this throughout the day and I was thinking, thinking, I was like, God, what is the hook? Like, what is, like, how, like, why am I preaching on this? And God's like, what does he respond with? He responded with his daddy's words. Like you guys got to be identified more with a father than failure. Sometimes you guys act because other people have failed you. Your dad failed you. Your mom failed you. Your friends fail you. And so you just grow up being like a failure. Not because you're a failure, but because everything you look at fails you. And so I, I guess I'm going to be a failure also. I'm going to be frustrated. Why? Everybody around me is frustrated. I'm going to be an angry person. Why? That's all I see is anger. But more than being identified with those things, we got to be identified with our Heavenly Father, and the words that He's given us, the promises. Yeah? So Jacob says, my name is Jacob. And God's like, no longer will I call you Jacob. I'm going to call you Israel. I want to tell you that God doesn't want to call you by your name now. He's prepping you for who you want to become. Yeah? For who He wants you to become. Yeah? All of you, every single one of you in here, Every one of you. I mean, the only one I, maybe my mom. My mom's like got her thing dialed in already. I mean, she's still growing and praise the Lord for her. You know, still growing in the love for, for God. But I'm telling you, every single one of you, not any one of you I feel is really in that thing that God created you for. Like I feel that like God is still prepping you guys for what is to come. Yeah. Like they called me Kaipo before. And now I hear Kipes. Now I hear uncle. Now I hear pastor. Now I hear teacher. Now I hear coach. God is prepping you guys for a great work. Added on to the list of ballers, Abraham, Isaac, was Jacob. Yeah? And he left a legacy for his son, Joseph. Next to my legacy. Yeah? Pastor Caius, bro. I want to add your name to pass on the legacy that I'm doing. One day, I'm not going to be able to do this anymore. I want you guys to be able to take my place. It's happened already. Yeah? Pastor Kael, I helped mentor him. Yeah? Uh, Ho'oli Kalama at Pukalani Nas, I helped mentor him. I mean, I wasn't the only guy who mentored them, but I was able to pass on what it is that God gave to me, and I want to pass that on to you guys. You know? Like, you guys be the next generation of guys who preach or teach or do worship. God is prepping you guys for something later, you know? And I don't know what that is, but run away from things in the world because none of that has blessing. This is good, yeah? This is good. It's like, I want to listen to the sermon tomorrow. I'm serious. I'm going to listen. It's like, bro, God, you're speaking. And that's not, it's not prideful for me to say that because God just like dropped some little dimes in there. That little part about blessing, that the birthright and the blessing of the world didn't bring Jacob any fulfillment and he had to go look for more blessing. My friends, let me just tell you that the blessings that we need in life are right here. All we got to do is spend the time, man. Yeah, spend the time in prayer and God's word. 
It's a little bit late, but hey, good stuff, yeah? Good stuff. Hey, let's stand. Let me pray for you guys. If you want, like, if there's something that spoke to you guys tonight and you're like, man, Pastor Kipes, I just need a prayer just for me. Come walk up. Stand in the front of here. Yeah? If you're like, man, I need prayer for my family. I need prayer for my father, my mother. I need forgiveness, something. Just take a step of faith and come walk up. We don't always do this and we don't have that much time left, but come take a step up and I'll just, I'll just pray for you guys and pray for everybody. I'm not going to pray for anybody anyway, but maybe it's a little step of faith that God is, is willing to step, uh, step out. But uh, hey, let's pray. Let's pray. Jesus, thanks so much for tonight. Thanks, Father God, for who you are, Lord. Thanks, Jesus, for your word. Oh, man. Thanks so much, Lord. Thanks so much, Father, for coming and meeting with us, Lord. Your presence, Lord, is heaven to us. Your presence, Lord, is everything to us. Lord, I pray that your spirit would just, like, fully, like, just saturate every single, like, marinate every single person here, Lord, that they will leave here just with a deep sense of your love for them your love for their families, your love for their parents. Thank you for their parents, Lord. I pray, uh, I, pray, I pray blessing, Lord, and favor on their parents. Much like Jacob, Lord, and Rebecca. I mean, Isaac and Rebecca, they had issues, but you blessed them, Father. And I just pray your blessing, Lord, over all the parents, Lord, represented in this place, Lord. For those that came up here in the front, Father, you know what their prayers are. Jesus, I pray that you would hear their heart, Lord. And maybe somebody else who didn't take a step, Lord, up here this morning, I mean, this evening, uh, Father, I just pray that you would, you would see our faith and our trust in you. Father, I pray that you'd come and help us in our time of need so that we can be built on you, our Father, rather than the failures of this world. And uh, We love you so much, Jesus. We, uh, we want to love and honor our parents. We love them, Lord, even if we don't love them. Father, I pray that you'd get us to a place where we would love them. And I just pray, Lord, that we would find our identity in your words, in who you are and what you have spoken over us. Father, I pray for all of the promises, Lord, all the promises that you have for the people in this place. You're prepping, Lord, everybody in here, Father, for something. I know, Father, the plans that you have for us start to, to prosper us, Lord, and not to harm us. Father, I just pray for all of that to, to come, Lord, to come in your time, in your fruition, Lord. Be the great creator of life in us. Just pray over... Uh, each person in this place, Lord, just lead us not into temptation, Father, but deliver us from the evil one. Uh, may your kingdom come, Father, here on earth, uh, exactly as it is in heaven. Father, we worship you. Uh, thanks so much. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Amen